everybody. This is Two Likeable Guys. I'm Steve, and this is the co-host, co-founder, Josh. And we come today to talk to you about your mother. No. Don't you be talking about my mama. Don't talk about Josh's mama or my mama. No, but I want to tell you a little bit about my history real quick. Uh, just real, real, real quick. Um, I was a very successful door-to-door home security salesperson. I was the best at the company. And I'll tell you why I was the best. Because if they didn't answer the door, I left them a brochure on their kitchen table. Yeah, not so good, but I like it. So what have you done uh, to keep yourself busy this past week, uh, Mr. Josh? Anything exciting? Ah, uh, man, you know, I worked, and then I worked some more, and then I believe I worked some more. Okay. I did uh, did do a little riding around today. I went and saw some family. Okay. That was that was good. Kept the social distancing distancing up. But I had a, a little adventure this weekend, uh, this past week. Um, well, coming up soon is my beloved son's first birthday, and we wanted to do something fun for him. Uh, you know, I guess when you have a kid, you want him to have everything you didn't have when you were a kid. Uh, at least that's the way it seems to be working for me. And I, I was pretty blessed as a kid. Um, I had, I can't remember ever wanting um, for much. Um, but we weren't rich by any means. But my parents evidently set good um, expectations for us when we were younger, which was a lot of fun. But uh, I bought. Luke, my little Luke, who will be one years old, and I bought him a remote control ride on truck. So when you say remote control, you mean it has, it has a remote that you drive the thing for him? Yes. Uh, it has, um, you can go forward, backwards, left, right. It steers, it moves it forward and backwards. And you can control the, uh, it has two speeds, a low speed and a lower speed. It's, it's not fast at all. That's one thing I did learn. But it does have two good motors that pull it really well through some decent terrain. Uh, I wouldn't, not big hills or anything, but through grass it'll go and on gravels it'll go fine. and. Up small inclines, it will go. Um, but yeah, I can control it from up to 50 feet away, and it is a blast. It may be funner for me, um, but I think that's the way it's made to be. Uh, he's not, his legs aren't quite long enough to reach the pedals. See, I kind of I kind of wondered about that. Yeah. Because uh, he looked like he was handling that thing pretty good in the video I saw. Yes. He, he strapped him in. Um, Here you go, boy. Hang on for dear life. Yeah. And uh, he can hold on to the steering wheel or hold on to, he can reach both 
tops of the doors on each side and brace himself a little bit. But he, we put him in that, and he didn't really know what to think at first, but we couldn't get him out of it until the battery died, and that took about two and a half hours. Wow. It was impressive, and I had a lot of fun uh, putting it together now. was It really wasn't as bad, but if you didn't have any mechanical experience, uh, it would be a nightmare. Um, it comes, you've got to put the steering together. You've got to put the rear axle together. you got to put the wheels on. Um but it's it's you know there's there's pretty good instructions and it tells you how to do it so we got to play outside um the funnest thing to do (laughs) with luke in his remote control ride on cart truck rather is to chase people (laughs) like his his sister (laughs) run over older sister yes and what's uh, funny about that is that, you know, when they're doing it, they're like, Luke, stop that. But where it's me controlling it the whole time. So I'm doing that. And so it was really fun. My folks were riding on some lawnmowers and um, make sure a lot of times they were, they have to go to different places. So they weren't using their blades the whole time. So when they weren't using the blades on the, the mowers, I would ride Luke up beside him and he would wave and, and, and all. So that was a lot of fun. And, um, we would come back and, and bring him back and we would just ride him around up and down the little hills. And, uh, and then when we got tired of chasing, uh, Maddie, uh, we, we would chase the dogs and the dogs were hilarious. I mean, cause the, the thing doesn't go, it's not like they're having to run full speed. I think the maximum speed on this thing is three miles per hour. So it's not like they're at a full sprint or anything. They'll just be wandering along and you'll come up behind them and they'll look back and they'll start trying to get out of way. So you move whichever way they go. (laughs) (laughs) You keep going. Oh, it's so much fun though. So much fun. Now when, uh, when you were a kid, uh, you know, the power wheels were just coming out when we were kids. Did you, did you have, did you have a ne- powered vehicle? I never did. The, uh, the funnest toys I had to ride, um, when I was real young was a, it was this tractor, uh, ride on tractor and it had pedals. Pedal tractor. And, oh yeah. Yep. And it had a chain and it had like a, chain that went to a solid rear axle where but the thing about it is the chain always came off and it was a hassle to get in there to uh, put the chain back on because it was all covered so but i remember that thing and that thing (laughs) was dangerous the it had like a, a steering the steering was the front tractor wheel which was a single wheel um under the front end and it turned real sharp real easy so you'd be pedaling down through there and you'd turn it a little bit and let go of the steering wheel and it would turn sideways and you'd go rolling off (laughs) but i think that's the way it was made you know but you had to learn something to be tough you know it's hard it's it's hard i want 
I don't, how do I, I don't want my kid to grow up to be a, a, a wimp. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I want him, I don't, I, he doesn't have to be, you know, a, a burly, you know, trucker or a, a motorcycle gang member or anything like that. And, but there's a fine line of teaching him to be tough enough and, and teaching him not to be a jerk. We've, uh, we'll stay on him for just another minute because I, I, we've got issues right now. He's got some issues with biting. Um, um, yeah, he, he likes to bite. He generally will only bite when he gets tired though. And, but he has, um, now ripped through skin. He can bite so hard. Yeah. He got my dad earlier today, actually. And, uh, my dad's usually real good at getting him to go to sleep and stuff and he'll lay there. But if he's fighting it and he doesn't want to go to sleep, he'll, put his head down on your arm and before you know it, he sunk his teeth into your skin and then you jerk to move it away. And that's usually what causes the tear in the skin because he's clamping down and you're pulling away and it's not real good. Well, you know what you need to do, don't you? Put, uh, somebody suggested putting Tabasco sauce on my arms. Well, yeah, you could do that. You could just tear that ass up. <laughs> No. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll delete that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That, that was just I, for us. <laughs> yeah, I I can't I can't do that yet. I, I don't mind popping him on the butt, you know, whenever he does something wrong. I don't mind that at all. I, I oh, you know that's the way. Comes, here comes the emails now. Well, you know, and I'm not talking about beating my kid. I'm just talking about a quick. Pop, you know, <laughs> and it's through a diaper, so it doesn't hurt, and it's the way I was raised, and and it may not be the best way, but it worked for me, and I'm not out there beating people, and yeah. I'm not a psychopath. And yeah, you turned out. Did you right. get whippings? Did you get whippings when you were a kid? We got spanked. Yeah, yeah, I got spanked. Yeah, fly swat. Yeah, uh, you know, and we even got. Uh, I, I wouldn't do this to my kid, but. I remember even having to go out and pick switches for switches. to get go, oh, yeah. to go get beat with. I would never do that. So it's definitely morphed into something that I think is a little more tolerable. But a strong no is not working because that's what we've been doing for since it started probably a month, two months ago. A strong no and putting him away, it doesn't work putting him like over to the side to be with him, be with his thoughts doesn't help time out um, before, yeah before look, before one years old light timeouts just not really just to set him down and 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 hopefully he'll think about what he's done for just a second but when we get him right back up and do you do you over overplay the hurt some like oh the, hurts oh you hurt me not 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 really um i've heard but i've I, heard some people say that works i've i've screamed you know because it hurts so bad but not on purpose <laughs> <laughs> uh, not overplaying it just doing it right did you have any of uh, uh electric ride-on vehicles when you were a kid yeah we had a uh 
we had a police motorcycle that was actually a, a three-wheeler. Okay. It wasn't like the cool ones these days that are two wheels and they've got the little hidden little side wheels on them. You know, this thing was, was trike, baby. Right. Yeah, we had uh, we had one of those, and uh, and then we had a pedal car also. <clears throat> it was a uh, like an indie car. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It was all plastic shell, everything, and uh, when we got too big for it, you know, it got shoved up under the basement or into the crawl space under the house, you know. Right. And then as we got older, we found that sucker. And we're like, hmm, it's got plastic wheels on it. We live in a hilly, hilly neighborhood. Right. So we got, so that, you get it. got that sucker out. Of course, we couldn't put, our, <laughs> couldn't put our legs down in the cockpit where the pedals were. Of course not, yeah. So we put, put our legs out on the hood of it that had the front fins you know kind of nice little footrest there and put our skateboard helmet on and you did wear a helmet rode the, oh yeah it was a good thing too because we ended up in a couple of uh cobblestone ditches and nice slam the head against the wall the rocks and uh <laughs> yeah go down there and banker hard left or hard right and spin that sucker around a couple times going down the hill and then all of a sudden you're going backwards into a ditch <laughs> Talk about, uh, or they're talking, speaking of something similar to that, I've wanted one of these adult trikes, adult drift trikes. Um, oh, the, the, the big wheel looking thing with an engine yeah, on they're, it? Yeah, they're like a big wheel with the motor and they've got like, I think they put PVC pipe for the uh, tires on top of the tires to make it slick and slide. And so it gets just like a little bit of traction, but then you can slide around and. Oh, I thought they just used like go kart slicks or something on them. I believe they used go kart slicks, and then on top of that, they'll air it up into a uh, PVC type material, ah, where it's like a hard, hard plastic. plastic. Yeah. So it, you so it takes all the the fun to get it going and then start drifting and spinning it out and pretty low to the ground, uh, but they're ridiculously overpriced and so, yeah, I don't have to. They uh they have uh, adult big wheel races down really at, uh, downtown at uh, Main Times Twenty Four. It seems like I never have a chance to uh, to get down there to that, but. Uh, <laughs> I've always wanted to go at least watch, if not be in it. Yeah, and this weekend, I was up at the parents' house in Swanee, and we were playing outside and got to thinking about all the games we used to play when we were kids and uh, tried to play a few with um, the stepdaughter while we had Luke riding around in his car. But uh, we built a little fire, and she just really wanted to play with the fire and roast marshmallows and make s'mores. And... Fire, 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 fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, it was nice. You get a lot of ash, and you smell like a campfire after you, you know, walk away from it. So, but it was fun. Um, one of the things that I remember playing when I we was a kid is totally 
totally not PC anymore. Cowboys and Indians. Well, look, I that I didn't even think about that, but yeah, <laughs> that. What are you thinking? We played smear the, and it rhymes with smear. Oh no. Um, but you know, and when we played it, I had you know I didn't even think anything else about it. I, I thought you know it was just something fun. But now we would have to call it touch the guy with get the guy with the ball. You can't you can't even say guy now. When you touch the, touch the genderless <laughs> individual. Touch the being with the yeah. ball. Uh, it, you know, but it was so much fun. I mean, you get out there and you just tackle the snot out of people. Uh, you know, you would just get out and whoever had the ball. And then, you know, the, the wimpier guys just gave up the ball or whatever. And so they wouldn't get tackled. Like, oh, you take it. You know, and. So then you take off running and you're like, I don't know. I think we had places, you know, like end zone type areas that you would get, but you would just, whoever had the ball tried to go from one end to the other. And uh, it was, there was no teams. It was each man for himself. And it was called smear the person. You can go ahead and say it. You, I mean, everybody knows what it was called. It's called smear the Thank you. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, we but I mean, some, we may get some hate mail on that, but that's well. You know, I that's mean, what it was, was back in the I'm, day, back before I got PC. I'm not calling anybody that. I'm just saying that was the name of the game. That's right. We did that. Uh, did you? Um, did you play any fun games like that outside when you were a kid? Do you remember anything special? Anything in particular? No, they kept me uh, in a locked closet. I didn't get to play outside much. Unless you're riding a uh, Indy car, <laughs> pedal Indy car down well, the, was, the road. That was after I got old enough to pick the lock to get out of the closet. There you uh, go. But <laughs> well, <laughs> that explains a lot. That explains a lot. Yeah. Sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Any games that you played as a kid after you got uh, unlocked from the closet? Uh do you, you know, remember? Just uh, you know, we 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 used to have uh, huge uh, football games with all the neighborhood kids. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and it wasn't a good game until someone got hurt. Oh no, you know that that's the truth. <laughs> I I can remember a time when we would we had a little just little pickup game of uh, ball. We had gotten a little bit older, and so my brother could drive. Um, I probably couldn't drive at this point, but he could drive. So we went down to a a park in North Chattanooga, um, kind of right there behind near Las Margaritas, but oh yeah, uh, yeah, towards River, the river, Riverview Park, I believe is the name of that. Uh, yeah. Okay, and there's just a nice big field there, and we were out playing, and we always played against one of my brother's friends, and um, him and I were always on opposite teams, and and I liked him. Okay, but he was the smartest guy in the room. Your brother? No. Oh. My brother's friend. <laughs> my brother's well, friend. Like, you know, I played against him. I was on opposite teams. I kind of liked him. No. No, this was my brother's friend I, I speak of. And I saw him over there plotting something. And um, evidently what they were plotting was saying, look, they were saying they noticed when I personally have the ball 
I'm evidently holding it precariously and don't really pay attention. <laughs> so they said their plan was just to come up and grab it from me and take off. And they did. And, oh, it made me so mad. So we were playing two-hand touch. So the next play, he got the ball. And I was all I was doing was just going to tackle him. So I took off. And he was pretty smart, though. He was pretty crafty. And he kind of got out of the way. I mean, I got him down to the ground, but. You didn't get that um, didn't get that hit on him like you wanted, right? No, and then I was kind of like, screw this, we're going home. You know, these teams aren't fair. <laughs> screw you guys, <laughs> I'm going home. Yes. Thank you, Cartman. <laughs> that was a very good Cartman, by the way. I don't I don't think it'll play back good. No, it was <laughs> probably, good. It was, it probably it was sounded good. all right live, but once we hear the playback, I don't know. I bet it'll be fine. Um, but that, that was just, I remember being so mad, uh, you know, but that's what made it fun. You know, you get mad, you get competitive, you want to win. You want to, we played that. Then of course we played baseball in the backyard and then we played, uh, Oh yeah. Wiffle ball, man. Wiffle ball. But, yes. Uh, oh, uh, I lived a couple of houses up from, oh, uh, Shay Massengale. We went to high school with him. Okay. And, uh, we had a we had us a nice little uh, wiffle ball field plotted out down in the bottom of his backyard. Nice. Some good some good times down there. We had the we had that down there in his yard, and then uh, uh, on the corner there, he lived next door to uh, a guy named Matt, and uh, Matt had a nice area right there to to play football in. Nice level lot, and uh, it was a uh, good times, man. Good times doing that. Was that the neighborhood? Um, I'm going to throw out a name here, Justin Welch. No, no, no. Uh, okay, that's that's actually where we live now. Okay, okay. Uh, but uh, no, this was over in Manchester Park. Anyway. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a good time, man. A bunch of bunch of kids in the neighborhood. We'd all all get together and. Uh, and, and you know, and this is this kind of like things that kids don't do now that we did when we were kids. Man, when I was little, the thing was I would ride my bicycle everywhere. Oh yeah. I literally I would ride it everywhere. And uh not with permission, of course, because there were times um like one time I was caught if I stayed on the same side of Dayton Boulevard as my house, that was usually pretty acceptable. And, and the folks didn't like me going past, um, say Ashland Terrace because it was kind of mm, tough to cross, you know, for a youngster seems like it was, there's too much traffic there. And then they definitely didn't want me to go across the street and cross over Morrison Springs road. Right. Uh, but one day I had a friend that lived over there. And uh, so I went over to see him and uh, sure enough, one of my mom's friends spotted me and said, I saw your son over there riding through traffic on Morrison Springs. I saw Steven. He was out there recklessly driving through traffic. Yeah. He was probably riding a wheelie and giving people you know the business oh goodness not the business <laughs> yeah not the business uh -huh. now, was that was that back when uh 
Morrison Springs was uh was it was it two lane before they did all the work yes. over there? Yes, there were houses right with, there with the big hill. Um, there was still a big hill and and still houses right there on the corner. Right. Um, and I think the jam up cycle was right there below it. I believe that's what that was then. I believe there was a motorcycle shop and I mean that was a few days ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I I too uh did my fair share of bicycle riding and uh I actually rode the middle valley. Before, that's nice from 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 Manchester Park. And, that's it's uh, quite a haul. It's good, and uh, actually pushed a bicycle across the Thrasher Bridge. Wow! Which is, of course, over Chickamauga Dam. Right. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> How in the world? It was it was stupid, man. Right there on the little uh, what what I don't even need if you would consider it the emergency lane. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much of a lane there. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't recommend it. Well, that's good. Um, glad you survived that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The longest I can remember riding is there was a place called the Gullies. Um, and I've, I've, and it was over off, uh, I want to say, I don't, I don't know the name of the road anymore. I can't even think of it. If you go out Hamill road and, and you go out almost to the foot of the ridge and you turn left, uh, there's a road that goes from there all the way to Hickson Pike. Cassandra Smith. Cassandra Smith. Yep. We were off Cassandra Smith road. Closer to Hickson Pike than we were Hamill Road, and there were these dirt rolling hills that people had rode their bicycles on and drove by there here a few years ago, and it's nothing but houses there now. But uh, they were awesome to ride on, like because uh, you would have enough speed going down one to go up the next and even jump it, and and it just went on and on for like I don't know football field long of these rolling hills. But I got over there, and looking back now, um, I think I remember the way we went. And we ended up crossing um, 153, which is, you know, a little different now than it was then. But um, riding a bicycle across 153 is uh, nerve-wracking um, <laughs> yeah. any way you look at it. And I look back and think of how stupid that probably was. Because, I mean, I don't know how many miles that is from my house, but it was a few. and But that was a lot of fun. Uh, the, you know, we were into uh, BMX. Uh, me and my brother both, we were. that was one of the things we did as sports when we were younger is we rode BMX and raced. Um, there were a couple tracks in Chattanooga. And there were, uh, it was a huge sport. Uh, when we got into it, I mean, it was the probably the early, early eighties. And it was just the first race we went to. I remember we went out to Eastridge Camp Jordan park. Oh yeah. BMX track. And the crowd was massive. There were, I can't even tell you how many 
but there were so many people that in my beginner class, only eight people can go off the gate at a time in a BMX race. And uh, you get the little dirt jumps and berms and, and whatnot. And I was, uh, there was happened to be nine in my class. So the way that worked is you had um, two motos and then the top eight. Well, one moto had four people in it and one had five. So the moto with four, we all made it to the main event. The one with five, one person wasn't going to make it. So luckily I got put in the, the gate that only had the, the moto that only had four people because I was not that good. Um, I really tried hard and, but for some reason my wheel slipped, I would pedal and it wouldn't go anywhere. And, uh, so I was just pedaling along, pedaling along and it would like work for a little while and then it stopped working oh, and then it would catch and then it would, you know, I, I, it was good enough where I made it around the track and finished, but I finished dead last every time. Well, mechanical uh, malfunction there, huh? Yeah. So luckily, but I remember going home. I don't, seems like I've told this story, but I remember being so happy about that trophy I won because uh, the top eight got trophies. I mean, the eighth place trophy was all it was was a, a, a little marble base and the BMX rider. There was no like lift, no nothing raising it up to make it a tall trophy. It was a tiny, tiny trophy. I mean, literally, it was just the base and the little bicycle rider on top of it. Whereas the first place trophy was probably three foot tall, and right. it uh, you know had all the risers and, and it went from you know down to mine. But I remember riding home in <laughs> the car on the way home. I was holding my trophy up at the passenger window and looking at people and smiling and going like pointing at my trophy <laughs> like look what I won <laughs> and it was just the tiniest thing. I remember people waving and stuff and I was just so happy. I was just like this is the best thing ever. So um but evidently I was a little better than that because the next race, the second race I went to, I came in third when we got the bicycle fixed. So. Did, uh, did you race at Montague Park? Also? Yes, that was that was where I came in third. That was the, the next race we went to. Yeah. My, my Uncle Robin did that. He, really? Yeah, he, he, he was a BMXer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, and, you know, they still do it now, and it's even an Olympic sport. Um, I have one of my high school buddies, their son, they live near Atlanta and they still have active tracks near Atlanta and oh, yeah? they had him, he was racing this past summer and, uh, I was so proud of him. Who? don't know him, never met the kid. Who, who, uh, who's boy? Uh, is Cindy, uh, her, the mom's name is Cindy Moore. And I can't think of her new, that was her uh, maiden name. That, that's who you went to school with? Yes. I got you. And uh, the kid, I, can't, I don't even know his name, but uh, they were showing pictures of uh, him racing at these different tracks and coming home with these like really nice trophies or plaques, uh, whatever they're giving away now. But Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I was glad to see somebody carrying the tradition line that I knew of, at least. Fun stuff. Any other fun games and stuff you played? Did you? That, well, I played Little League, too. Did you play um, Little League, all oh, that yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, we did that. We played, we're, we're a baseball family. We, we played down mm-hmm. at uh, DuPont Rivermont Park. Okay. Did that from like six years old to 12 years old. When I turned 13, it was, hey, uh, you want to play baseball or you want to skateboard and, and uh, go right. after girls? And I was like, I want to skateboard and go after girls. Never was good at either. <laughs> it, it never was good at any of them. Baseball, going after girls, skateboarding. Yeah, but 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 looking back now, are you glad you had those experiences? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still friends with people I play baseball with. You know, right? Grew up playing baseball with. You know, yeah. It was a pretty much a miracle that. Uh... Uh, you know, and I agree. You 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 form some bonds in that competition that uh, can't really mm, be beat. Um, certain ways, I, I I remember I remember my first. Uh, at, you speaking of Dupont Rivermont, sorry, Joe, Joe Roby Field. Joe Roby Field, yes, sir. That is the home of mm, uh, the first of. I think a total of four home runs I hit before I quit playing baseball in like a league form. But that was a pretty good story that uh, I'll I'll go over it real quick. Um, I won't dwell on it, but we were sitting there and we didn't play. My team always played at Red Bank, Uh, Red Bank, Dixie Youth, over by the high school, those fields. And and we played, um, but for some reason, we had had an invitation to come over and play a team on the Joe Roby field. And, um, wait, wait, we wait, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, it was John, John Roby. John Roby. I believe. It's I, not Joe Rogan. Not Joe Rogan. No, no. But it's John, Roby. John, John Roby field, I believe. Yes. You would think I'd know playing down there all those years. Yeah. But, well, you know, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, and we went, it was so great. You know, my folks were out in the, the stands and I got up to bat and this pitcher was up and they said he was a great pitcher and everything. And, and he pitched really hard, but, uh, I almost caught up to it and I hit, hit a ball and it went about four or five feet foul over the home run fence. And I hear my dad yell, straighten it up a little bit. That had been a home ride. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Uh, and I was like, hey, he's right. You know, that's pretty exciting stuff. Sure enough, next pitch, same place. I got on it just, I mean, a hint sooner. And it was four or five feet fair over the fence. And nobody can believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was a super nerd. I mean, I was wearing my glasses with my batting helmet. I was a skinny little fella. Did you have tape on the glasses? No. Oh, uh, just windshield wipers. <laughs> no, I didn't have windshield wipers either. But I always wanted them. Um, 
they hit the home run, came home, uh, and everybody, you know, how they all, you know, high five you and stuff. And then I went to hit, you know, that season, I hit, you know, three or four more home runs that year uh, because I knew I could do it. It was kind of crazy. That was kind of like when when that opened up. I mean, I was not a great ball player. I was average, a good average at best. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Getting home runs, playing ball. I'm hoping uh, bring this back around full circle. I'm hoping to bring my kid. If he wants to play sports, I'm going to encourage it. Oh, I yeah. hope to teach him some of the outdoor world and maybe not to play video games all day, although you do and you can make money at it and have fun with it, then more power to you. Well, you know, league baseball, as we know it, as we remember it, mm-hmm. is not the same. How, do, how so? How is it? Uh, do you know any of the way it's different now? I know we've had a a mutual friend's kid play ball, and it looks similar, but uh, it looks similar on the on the outside. <laughs> it did. It looked on the outside. I just remember going to a game for uh, another one of our friends' uh, kids, and uh, I was like, you know, who's winning? Oh, we don't keep score. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how do you know who wins? Oh, we're all winners. No. Okay. Okay. Kind of kind of defeats the purpose if you're not teaching yes. them how to play the game right, you know. In life nope. there are winners and there are losers. Nobody strikes out. You know. <laughs> Everybody gets to run the bases and make it home. Well, I can see that to, you know, maybe four or five years old, maybe six. I can understand that. Six is a stretch for me. Seven, you know, that's that's way past. You need to be keeping score. You need to be teaching that kid. I mean, if you're just teaching them the basics, I can understand that. And it's not, you know, I, I, I kid. It's not like that everywhere, but when I rolled up and 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 I was told that, that was, you know we don't we don't keep score. I'm like, how do you know who wins? You know, right? But and why do you not keep score? I mean, you just you try not you to know, hurt people's yeah, feelings. Exactly. I guess you might hurt some little puddin's feelings and. Uh, but, you know, that was the thing. If I wasn't that good, I wanted to, I had something inside me that told me that I needed to get better so I would practice more. You know, and that was used as motivation. Well, you remember when y'all were out there and your team didn't score much and you weren't helping out too much. I was, yeah, you're right. I need to practice more. I need to get better. Hey, you remember when you went out there and y'all sucked? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You, need, uh, you, you know, need to get I was, better. I was lucky. I know how they, uh, when we were playing ball, I remember that they would, the the coaches would pick the players. It wasn't a complete random draw. They would, you know, if a, if a, a parent was coaching, he got to pick, you know, at least his kid and then some of his kid's friends. Um, I don't know why or how that worked, but that was just the way it was. 
And I remember one year I got picked um, on a good person's team. And then the next year I got picked and I was about the best part of the team. And uh, that wasn't a very good team. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I did play one year with the, uh, we won our championship um, that year. And it was pretty amazing and stuff. Uh, And then the next year, they said I was a candidate for all stars, but they had somebody else that wanted to play. And so they told my parents, well, we'll just let him play next year. And that happened to be the last year I played. So I was never an all star. Well, you know, I never was either, except my dad was a coach on the all star team. And I oh, got to be, go. I got to be an alternate. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Did you get to play? I, I like played for one or two innings a game, you know, just because they had to sub, you know, put the subs in. Do you remember what position you played? On the All-Star team? No, on just in general when you were playing. I, Did you play? You know, I I played first and third a lot from yeah. what I remember. They uh, put me in once to pitch. <laughs> oh, no. And that was, that was a joke. I was I was throwing junk the whole time and – striking people out because they couldn't, you know, I wasn't throwing real pitches, so they're all ready to get some hits and stuff. And here right. I am up there throwing junk and laughing. Uh, yeah. Played outfield, you know, I caught, I caught a lot. Uh, yeah. So. When, well, I'll give it to you this way. On the, uh, the really good team I was on, I played left field. Um. And uh, they really taught me a lot about catching fly balls and uh, pop-ups. So I was pretty good at that. I felt real confident about that because the the guy that taught me was just really good. And, he, you know, he taught you, like, put your hand up, put your glove up above your head, and you see when that ball starts coming down and you figure out where it's going to be and you let that ball hit you right between the eyes. He said, of course, it's not going to because your glove's going to be above your head. <laughs> and so, so, but he was really good. Uh, we always called him Skinner. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know his real name, but we called him Skinner. I don't know. And um, I had an experience pitching. Uh, I never forget this. This was one of my friends. We needed a pitcher, and the coach came out there and it's like, "Hey, we need a pitcher." Wait, wait, wait. This wait. guy's. You need a pitcher. A pitcher, not a belly itcher. Not a belly itcher. I got you. Okay. Said our hey, pitcher. There, there, there's my padunch. Yeah, it was good though. <laughs> there, my um, uh, but they're like, I felt so, I still, you know, weird things. You still feel guilty about years later. And I had been talking to one of my friends. He he was the catcher, and I said, "Man, before the game, I said, hey, I've been practicing pitching in the backyard and stuff, and I think I'm I'm getting a little bit better." He's like, cool. So about the middle of the game comes around. Our pitcher is worn out. Our pitcher's tired. Um, another pitcher didn't show up. So we were short a pitcher and said, hey, we need to get somebody to get through this inning <laughs> and, and stuff. And so the the catcher says, hey, Steven said he's been practicing. Let him try it. I was like, he, he looked at me and said, you think you can do this? I was like, yeah, you can do this. And so I get up on the mound. I'll never forget. I was doing my warm-up pitches, 
And uh, I don't know if you know him. I'm going to call him out for what it was. It was a long time ago. It's okay. It's not a big deal. But a guy named Quentin Skiles was on the team we were playing. <laughs> Quentin, yeah. And I, do you know him? Hey, I remember no, him. I, I'm, I, you know, I don't. We never hung out or anything. But right. I remember him from school, and uh, he actually, I think he coached my little sister up at Middle Valley when she was playing ball. Probably. I mean, he was pretty good. He was. So I got up in my first warm up pitch. He was watching me, and you know, I, facing I was. Uh, facing his dugout, and so I throw the ball, and he just goes bah ha 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 ha. Out loud. <laughs> I mean, okay, now I'm now my confidence is completely shaken. Uh, you know, I was nervous to begin with, but now I have no confidence whatsoever. So I was like, all right, so here we go. And so I kept warming up, and I was like, all right, and they said play ball, and so I throw it and I'd miss. I'd throw it and I'd miss. Now throw it, and I so I finally was like, "Hey, just throw strikes, just throw them in there. You've got a good team behind you." So I was like, "All right." So I get in there and I throw a strike right down the middle. This dude, I've never seen this before. This was like uh, the rookie league we were in. Guy gets up and he jacks it over the fence. First time I ever saw a home run in that park was a pitch I threw, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is terrible." And so. I keep throwing, and then one of the things, like, hey, just throw it easy, you know, just get it over the plate. So I lob one in there. I mean, but my dad remembers, he told me about it. He said it looked like it went up in the air 10, 15 feet and came down right through the strike zone. And the catcher caught it, and the guy, the batter, looked at it and just watched it. And the, the umpire goes, strike! <laughs> <laughs> they said I'd never seen anything so ridiculous in their life. So you throwing some uh, slow pitch softball. Yeah, stuff. it went it went up in the air and came back down. But finally, the uh, coach had had enough and felt felt like I'd been tormented enough, and so I was uh, going off the field. And my brother had a camera, and so I was like pretty upset, probably crying about you know not being a good pitcher and just sucking and like losing the game and everything. And so I was probably crying walking off and, and there's pictures. There's a picture of me with my head down walking over the dugout. And my brother was like, Hey, look here. I'm taking pictures. of." You. I was like, why on earth would you take a picture of that? So, so, you, so you throw it up in your face later down the road. Yeah. And I asked him about it years later and he swears he doesn't remember anything about it. Now, now. Like, uh, yeah. He wouldn't do anything to you like that, would he? Mm, then he would. <laughs> you know, and that's another good thing, sibling rivalries. Well, but I remember there was a time, you know, my brother was older. He would always pick on me and stuff. And and everybody told me, one day it's going to all change. And one day I'd had enough and I had gotten a little bit bigger and I was a little bit bigger than he was, and a little bit stronger. And so he was saying something, and I was like, you know, I, don't, I just clicked. I didn't have to put up with it anymore. Back when he was on talking on the phone, so I picked him up and the phone, and the phone cord was real long, one of those long, curly, stretchy cords. I take him, and I throw him out at the front door and said, you sit there until you calm down. <laughs> and uh, he never did pick on me much anymore. That was the day it all turned. Best days ever. Yeah. 
fun stuff. It's been pretty nice reminiscing about games and playing ball and uh, little games smearing the people that we played and tackling and smearing the beans. The beans? The beans. Yes, smearing the being, smearing the personages. (laughs) Yes, good stuff though. Fun times. Yeah, send us your memories. If you've got any memories of of games you played as a kid that were fun that we may be forgetting or missing out on, uh, send us a note. Send us an email. Two likable guys at gmail.com. Two likable guys at gmail.com. Uh, you can visit our Instagram page, and you can visit our website, twolikableguys.com. That's it, Simple enough. Just spell it out and go there. We appreciate you guys listening today. Do you have anything you wanted to add, Mr. Josh? I think we covered everything today, brother. Well, I appreciate you, sir, and I hope you have a good time, whatever part of the day or week it is, wherever you are. We appreciate you listening, and we're two likable guys, and we like you, and we hope you like us, too. Later.